0: What They Don't Tell You brings you real conversations about wealth management that real people have behind closed doors. Welcome to fall and snowbird season. Normally, our clients would be preparing to fly south during this time, and what may be surprising is that some still are. In this episode, we'll discuss the ins and outs of travel insurance, highlighting what you need to know during COVID-19. Although we do not recommend going against the government's current non-essential travel advisory, we provide insights to keep you safe and covered if you decide to travel.
1: Travel is a really important part of everybody's life, and this has been a particularly interesting year as many people's travel plans have been cancelled or delayed, whether that was business travel or pleasure. That said, winter's right around the corner, and uh, as such, so is uh, snowbird season, and we thought it would be good timing to bring in an outside expert in the area of travel insurance for this episode of What They Don't Tell You. My name is Russ McKay, and I'm one of the Client Portfolio Managers at CWB McLean & Partners, a division of CWB Wealth Management. And joining us today is Christina Van Amid with Tugo. And Tugo is an independent Canadian-operated travel insurance provider, and they've been serving clients well for almost 60 years. So welcome, Christina.
0: Thank you very much for having me.
1: Now... Where do we find you? Because I see a lighthouse in the background.
0: Uh, this is Halifax. And I found out recently, it's actually Peggy's Cove. Someone told me that today. So yeah. Ah, cool. Cool. Never been though. So one No. Day. no.
1: Me neither. No. And you've probably never been in our client meeting room.
0: No, I'm jealous today. though. It looks uh, good. I,
1: I do have a golf shirt on and, uh, I've got a couple of souvenirs from previous travel. I've got a leather bracelet from uh, Spain, and then I've got uh, a silver bracelet from uh, my last trip to Acapulco, so I'm in the travel spirit. Yeah, you're represented. Perfect. Nice, nice. So I guess before we get going, maybe just uh, share with our audience a little bit about your background, how long you've been in the industry, and uh, what
0: you do for Tugo. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I've actually been in the industry now for almost twenty years. Uh, I started as a broker and for one of the biggest travel insurance companies in Canada, and Tugo was always my number one company that it used to sell. So I was super happy to come work for them, and a reason I continue to love do. What I love is I work for a company that cares and it's just evident in everything that we do with our product and our, our representation. Um, one story that does come to mind is I had a client that called me and he his wife actually was in the ER and she had an orange-sized brain tumor that she had been getting operated on. And the doctors in the ER were actually speaking to the doctors at the Tugo office and just giving him that peace of mind. And he felt 100% supported and Definitely, that's what I love most, uh, the emergency assistant aspect of the our insurance and how many travelers we've helped uh, when they are scared and vulnerable in another country. So, yeah.
1: Right on. 20 years experience. We're in good hands.
0: Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> uh,
1: so before we dive into the topic of travel insurance, specifically uh, high level, can people actually travel today with the COVID situation?
0: Technically, yes. Uh, People can travel. Uh, There is that government global travel advisory asking us not to leave. And of course, we want to honor that. Uh, The reason for that, though, is because we can't guarantee you're actually going to receive the care uh, due to the countries giving preferential treatments to their citizens. So if you are going to go and travel, we do recommend you do it safely. So there are some countries that are making it mandatory, actually, to have COVID coverage uh, before you come into the country or have testing done in a certain time frame. There's also airlines that are offering COVID coverage if you book a flight with them. So it really depends on where you're going, what you're doing, and who you're doing it with. Um, and if you're really unsure, just talk to an insurance advisor or a broker, and they definitely will give you some answers and what you can do to get that coverage in place.
1: Okay. Good to know. Mm -hmm. So let's, uh, let's go into the travel insurance part and uh, let's start with Canada. Um, So I'm here in Calgary, Alberta, so I've got my Alberta healthcare. Um, Can I travel anywhere in Canada and be covered without any travel insurance?
0: You can travel in Canada and you do have your provincial healthcare in place. But the tricky thing when it comes to provincial health care is they're only going to cover you what they would cover you in your home province. So things like ambulance services, air evacuations, prescription drugs, those aren't covered by provincial health care in your home province. So if you were to travel to another province and have a claim, those sort of expenses are going to be having to come out of your own pocket as well. They do pick up a large majority of the the price and the cost, but there could be out-of-pocket expenses.
1: Okay, so if I happen to make a trip out to Peggy's Cove and uh, I run into a bit of an accident and uh, I need to get, say, airvac back to Calgary for some long-term recovery, uh, not covered, like, what kind of bill am I looking at?
0: That it would not be covered by your provincial health care. And the bill you would be looking at for in-Canada air evacuation would be tens of thousands of dollars. Outside of Canada, you're looking at almost $100,000 for air evacuation. So having some sort of travel insurance for even in Canada, it's such a low cost for what you get. It's very much worth it.
1: Okay, good to know. Yeah. Uh, So while we're still talking about travel within Canada and the COVID, uh, would I need to get COVID insurance if I'm traveling outside of, say, Alberta for me?
0: Again, your provincial health cares they would cover a large majority of those bills, and COVID coverage actually is given to you with your provincial health care here in Canada. So you shouldn't have to worry about getting extra coverage in Canada. That should be covered. So
1: okay. So let's uh, step outside of Canada. Um, and I was taught there's never a dumb question, so I'm going to ask one that I think is kind of dumb, but. Do I need travel insurance if I go outside of Canada? Like, does my Alberta health care carry me forward somewhere?
0: So, funny thing is, your Alberta health care and all the provinces actually cover a different amount. Alberta specifically is going to only give you roughly about a hundred bucks a day towards a claim in the USA. So. Absolutely, having some sort of travel insurance in place is a great idea. I'm not saying it's 100% necessary. Of course, I think it's necessary, and I personally would never travel without it. But, uh, yeah, yes, it's necessary for sure.
1: Okay, so um, is there a difference then? This kind of came up in a client conversation a couple of weeks ago. Um, The perception with this client was, you know, it's so expensive if you ever get sick in the U.S., Um, So do you need extra or special insurance, whether you're traveling to the US versus going to Europe versus going to Latin America?
0: Not really. Everything still has the same look and feel when it comes to travel in general, but making sure you are comfortable with what you have. And if you're not comfortable, you can definitely speak to a broker or a licensed insurance advisor, and they'll gladly guide you with the insurance you do need. But basically, they're about the same.
1: So it'll all be well-explained in the fine print.
0: Yes, yeah, that's the key, yes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so Christina, a lot of what I'm hearing really pertains to the fine print. And when I think of your business and I try to compare it to our business, um, there's really two extremes of the type of investors that we encounter is there's people that love to do it themselves, And those are the kind of people that love to read research reports, follow economic trends, and try to figure out where the economy is going. And they're probably the kind of people that would be really good at reading fine print when it comes to travel insurance. And then there's other people that don't really want to spend a bunch of time reading fine print. And in our world, they come to us and we do that for them on the investment front. Is that kind of how it plays out? In travel insurance, there's people that are do-it-yourselvers and those that look more to full service like yourself?
0: Yes, absolutely. That's exactly how it goes. You can either purchase it yourself. There's a lot of online websites, uh, links, whatever you want to do. Or absolutely, if you have questions about the coverage, speaking to an insurance advisor or a broker, they're going to help you walk through it, hold your hand, and get you the answers you need. Okay,
1: Well, let's uh, jump on this uh, snowbird thing that I was mentioning earlier, and I'm sure there's going to be some people that are going to be uh, flying down south, uh, regardless of Canada's travel advisory. Um, Do they need COVID insurance?
0: Honestly, I do think it's a great idea. So as mentioned, technically, travelers can fly out of Canada. However, not all insurance policies do read the same. Some companies have an exclusion for travel advisories if there's an advisory in place prior to your departure. Some companies, like airlines, are actually going to cover the COVID insurance. So... Making sure you know exactly what you want coverage for and asking those questions to whoever you are purchasing from is a great idea. Um, And the insurance is out there, though, it is if if you want it.
1: Okay, good. So you mentioned uh, you've been at this uh, in the industry now almost 20 years. So uh, in that time, you've probably seen a lot. There's a lot of claims that were put through or didn't get put through. When it comes to purchasing travel insurance, what would you say are maybe the top three most overlooked items? Okay, this is a good question.
0: Uh, So number one, I would have to say someone who might have forgotten they have outstanding testing for something, or maybe they're on a wait list for a procedure, Travel insurance as a whole, we like to know what we're insuring. We don't like the unknown. So if we are on a wait list or you're on a wait list, um, we want to know exactly what we're covering and what we're not covering. So making sure all your test results, all your pending everything is wrapped up and happy prior to departure. um, That will make sure that your coverage will be in place. Uh, We had one client actually, he was on a wait list to get a CT scan on his hip because he had heard it. And he decided to go to Arizona for three weeks to visit some friends and he ended up falling in the shower the claim could be denied because he was on a wait list for exactly what he's now claiming for which is his hip so that that could be a denied claim
1: okay so that's kind of obstacle number one that people often will overlook what would be another one
0: Um, The second big one I would definitely talk about would be eligibility and stability. Pretty much every single product you are going to purchase for travel insurance in Canada is going to have an eligibility and stability requirement. That also doesn't mean that your pre-existing condition is going to be covered. So that stability period, say you are 65 years old, could be with 2Go, it's 180 days stable prior to departure, meaning that all your test results have to be wrapped up, you're not on any pending tests, you're not awaiting anything uh, prior to departure, no change in anything within that 180 days prior to, then you could have that coverage. But if you don't, you might have a denied claim. So, for example, we did have a client. He decided to go on a family vacation to Florida. He was only 54 years old and he ended up having some sort of abdominal pain and some diarrhea he waited a few days, which I don't know how, but he did. And finally, he ended up going to the hospital. Uh, he ended up getting a CT scan, and they found an aortic aneurysm, uh, which dis- required immediate surgery. And it was $132,000 for six days in the hospital. Unfortunately for this guy, he did not disclose his pre-existing condition. So he ended up having to pay for those bills himself because he didn't answer everything properly. So that's an unfortunate situation for sure.
1: Wow. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's pretty common in a lot of the clients that I work with that, uh, you know, they're going through the, they're at that stage of life where they're going through and they're getting knee replacements, hip replacements, things like that. So what if you're an individual, maybe you're in your late seventies, uh, you had hip surgery in the summer, uh, you're well on your recovery mode. You're walking freely. Now you're not aided by anything. Um, and then you go down, maybe you'd you're a snowbird, you head down south this winter, you run into some complications with your hip. Um, Have they been stable long enough, do you think? And are they covered? That's a good
0: question. Uh, It really depends on the person's age. And sometimes it depends on how long they're traveling for. So with our 2Go plan, if you are under the age of 60, so 59 and under, you either have to be 7 or 90 days stable prior to departure in order to have that pre-existing condition coverage, or if maybe you're 65, it would be 180 days stable. So having to meet six months stable prior to departure would give you that coverage for that hurt hip. But if you don't meet that stability period, you could have an exclusion for that condition.
1: Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. yeah. And then what would be kind of the, the third main thing that people tend to overlook when it comes to purchasing travel insurance?
0: The last big thing I would definitely have to say would be read the exclusions. What is not covered on the insurance? So as much as we love knowing what we're covered for, because that absolutely is important, knowing what you're not covered for is equally important. Things like abusive alcohol, some sports activities that you might think would be covered, pregnancy, for example, and also maybe seeking medical treatment abroad, these are things that are normally excluded on a travel insurance policy. So making sure that if that's what you're going to go do, knowing that you're either excluded or trying to find some sort of coverage that would cover that special activity. Uh, one big thing that does come to mind is people seeking medical treatment abroad. So getting a second opinion on a cancer, maybe at the Mayo Clinic, or a lot of people love to go get dental work down in Mexico. I'm sure you have someone who's done that. Um, so yeah, if you're going to seek medical treatment, that condition will not be covered and anything related or indirectly or r- directly to that would not be covered. So if you ended up getting an abscess tooth or an infection due to dental work you got in Mexico, that's not going to be a covered risk. So again, exclusions are equally important.
1: So what about like on this exclusion thing? What if, um, like I don't dive, right? I'm not a diver. Yeah. Like I don't, I've struggled, but I scuba dive. But I go down to Fiji, I'm there for a few weeks and I decide when I'm down there, wow, this would be a great time to learn how to scuba dive. And I, I get my PADI certificate, I think it's called. That's right. And then my first dive, I'm down there deep and I think I see a great white, I freak out. Uh, and I bubble up, and I've got, I think it's called the Benz. Now I'm in a mess of trouble. Would I be covered? Like, maybe?
0: That's a really good question. So a lot of credit card group policies actually have uh, exclusions for scuba diving. And actually, a lot of travel insurance policies in Canada also exclude scuba diving. It's a very common exclusion. Tuco, for example, does offer sports riders that can actually be added on after departure, and you can add on for a certain premium. Add on our extreme sports rider, and then you would have coverage for that scuba diving accident or shark bite or whatever would happen to you. Um, but yeah, that's actually a very common exclusion. So making sure you do have coverage for that particular sport is very important.
1: Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: maybe I won't go scuba diving.
1: Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Yeah. Well, Christina, before we let you go. I've got one final question. What don't they tell you when it comes to travel insurance?
0: Well, it's not just one thing. I'm sorry, but it will be several things. (laughs) You definitely get what you pay for, and not every product is going to fit your needs. And now it is absolutely needed more than ever. With the whole COVID thing and pandemics that are now a possibility in our lives, I think absolutely getting it is more needed than ever. If you think you have enough coverage though through your credit card and employer plans, maybe double check what you're being covered for. Read that fine print and not everything is going to fit your needs. And a big tip from me to you, Trip Interruption. That is a huge product, super inexpensive, and it fits a massive hole in all group plans, all credit cards and travel insurance policies and can easily be added on to every policy. And I guess my big recap would be Don't forget that outstanding tests and procedures, and if you're on a wait list for anything, that's really, really important. Eligibility and stability are everything when it comes to travel insurance. And please read your exclusions. Those are my big tips for you. Wow. I got more than I bargained for on that one. Definitely, (laughs) yeah.
1: Christina, thank you very much uh, for sharing your information, your insights, and your experience. I think our audience will... uh, clearly benefit from having this information as they look forward to their future travel. In conclusion, from CWB Wealth Management, we we really do take a holistic approach at looking at things and trying to provide our clients true peace of mind. And by properly insuring yourself and your family against what could be the unexpected that could have an impact both financially and from an inconvenient standpoint, will certainly help provide additional peace of mind when it comes to your future travel. Thank you very much. Stay well and safe travels.
0: To find the most up-to-date information on travel advisories and warnings, please visit the Government of Canada or the Public Health Agency of Canada websites.